episode, we are doing Earth Whisperers and the Sunrise Whisperers. Um, combining the two today because we didn't really get enough of both of the topics to do a full episode. But then also kind of getting the feeling like it's just going to be a long one. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But Josh, take it away. Guys, let's do this. And before we get into it, I, I usually say at the end of the episode, if you guys can subscribe, rate, and review, that'd be great. But I'm going to start saying it at the beginning. Go subscribe, go rate, and go review. That's really how you help my podcast just kind of get a little bit bigger than uh, a small podcast. And I'm trying to grow it, really grow it this year. So thank you so much for being here and supporting me. It's like the best thing ever. So um, we're going to jump into the topic. First, I told Josh I wanted to do the Western Whisperer stories. Um, and I'm really excited to read these. I have to... I don't know if you guys know this about me, and I don't think you do. I am obsessed with chick flicks. They're like my favorite thing ever. I consider myself a connoisseur, and it's kind of the only movie that I really find are worth watching. It, it takes like, we could do another episode of movies that I think are actually worth watching that aren't chick flicks, but most of the time... Like, <laughs> There's a small list. <laughs> I know, and it's kind of funny with the amount of chick flicks that we listen to, or not we listen, that we watch, how romantic I have still not become, if that makes sense. Well, I think it's just like, you are really sweet and really romantic, and I think like that our relationship is overall like romantic, but but you're not like a, I don't think you're a hopeless romantic. No, yeah. Yes, I got it. That makes sense. Definitely. Because I think there are some people that are really good at like the big, mo- like the moments that kind of like your relationship is a catalyst. The wow moments, yep. Those moments more than like the everyday things. And, you know, I think they're both good in their own ways. But I, I think our relationship really is mm-hmm. like this. Totally. Yeah. I love so it. Mine and yours? Yeah, we talk about our past relationships openly. And I don't, I don't think there should be a problem with it because Josh really cared about his past relationships. I really cared about my past relationships. Oh, yeah. I, I learned from them and they made me who I am, you know? We wouldn't be who we are without those relationships. And so, I mean, it's important. I think it's way important. I think it's, and it's funny to talk about too, right? Yeah. Those are weird. I think. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
Well, I think it's just funny to talk about, right? I mean, it's not like we we find it funny, yeah. and it's just fun to kind of compare. Yeah. So I don't know. I I think we both enjoy it because we we have funny stories. So if you can hear it, some of my romantic moments. Here's the thing that's hard. Like, one, my memory's pretty bad, right? And I don't know, something kind of funny that... So I dated a girl in high school for a couple years, and the night before I left on my mission, she came over and she had pre-written 52 letters for the first year of my mission, one for every week for the first year of my mission and that's a lot it was that was a lot of work it was yeah it was a lot of work i mean just it was funny because i ended up getting written off like in week 54 or something like that so it was pretty funny yeah like pretty much right when those were up which is just funny but um I just would have trashed them. I was like, all right, whatever. Um, I don't know. I'm like, we weren't, looking back, I don't think we were very romantic. It was it was a weird high school thing. I, I don't think there's a whole lot of people that are that romantic in high school. Yeah. If I'm being honest. Or at least in Utah. Yeah. I wonder if sometimes it's weird to talk about romantic things that happen to you when it's not your spouse or the person you're currently with. Yeah, probably. That's probably what it was. Yeah. But for me, no, I don't, I don't care. Here's the thing. I know the guy you dated. Mm-hmm. He was a hopeless romantic. And we've talked about this, and it's chill. It's fine. Right, I think it's cool. He's given me some ideas, so heck yeah, I'm about it. I don't care. It's a good one. That one makes me cry. Gidget. I don't think we haven't watched that together. I don't know that one. Oh, that's cool. No, one of them does. Moon doggy. Is this a cartoon or is this like? No, it's like a. It's legit. Okay, we'll have to watch it. Yep, this week. Anyway, so um, yeah, I was like, oh, you know, 
sweet for me. And then like middle school or junior high, we could say brag, but like my friends actually never had like relationship. But they both wrote me like on the last day of school poems. Oh. They were like they were about me and they were poems that they actually wrote and they were freaking good. Like I don't think I ever showed them to you. They're in my closet somewhere. I think one of them was in the yearbook actually. Okay. And uh no my my parents' house burnt down so I don't have those anymore. Dang it. Maybe you can reach out to those two that wrote you a poem and ask them to rewrite it. Yeah. That would be so that funny. Be cool, That'd be so weird. Yeah. That's funny. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't really know that song, but I know of it. Oh, doing doing your stuff. Oh yeah. Talking. That's what I mean. Yeah. Just going off the side of the road. That's funny. I don't think I would ever do that. I I would think that that was like one of the corniest things ever. Which is funny because you're like, that's super romantic. I'm like, what a corny dude. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I need to do that. We go up to Idaho enough. I feel like me and my awkwardness would just ruin it. That's what, that's the, no, but like, like that, that particular thing was really similar to, think about the notebooks, you know how they laid, like, in their room. Oh, yeah. The stoplight. Mm-hmm. You just watched it. That was cool. 
where maybe you, I don't know, just take them to a place that means a lot to you and like just do something a little bit out of the norm. I say don't do anything weird like dancing, looking at the stars, um, that kind of thing. So take a girl to a place that is important to you and do something fun at nighttime. Or it doesn't have to be at night time, but... It doesn't have to be at night time, but I think that can help sometimes. Especially, like, in the country, because the stars are just so bright. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, so a little tipsy. A little tipsy. I, uh... What if I took you to, like... Like, a green of, like, an 18th hole of a golf course, and we had a picnic? Because that place means a lot to me. (laughs) Just like that would be awesome. I'm in. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> no, but if you did that maybe at night. That could actually be cool. Yeah. Hmm. I'm on to something. Well, we'll see what happens in the summer. Do you know what's a romantic thing that? Sorry, guys. I'm sure you want to get into these stories. I think one of the most romantic things that we've done mm-hmm. that I thought was way fun. This is when we first met. We were we were in Idaho, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. We had just dropped your cousin off at dance in Idaho Falls. Mm-hmm. And we just decided to take your dad's truck and just drive into the middle of nowhere. And we ended up in like, I don't know where it was. You know Idaho way better than I do. But we went and like, we took pictures together. There were flowers everywhere. You could see the windmills in the back. Mm-hmm. It was just like the sun was setting. Super pretty. Mm-hmm. We just hung out. We had barely known each other. Yeah, but I remember you were like, what? Like, I was like, uh, just keep driving? And I was like, this is what we do in Idaho. Like, we just drive. We don't know where we're going. But we're going to go park somewhere. We're going to go talk. Maybe we'll get out. And there were, like, sunflowers everywhere. Oh, yeah. I set up my phone. I'm like, let's take pictures up here. And, yeah. And we did. And it was awesome. Yeah. And we didn't kiss, though. Which was interesting. Have we not kissed yet? No. I don't think so. I think that was the trip that we did kiss, but that night, that would have been a good spot. I like ours better. That was a good one. Smith Park, tree trunk. Ooh. Let's do it. It reminds me of kind of like Grease Lightning or like the movie Grease where your dad was kind of like the the rebel motorcycle like type dude. Yeah. And your mom just just sweet. Smart. Smart. 
Mm-hmm. And like that's really good. Yeah. And I don't really know how, but my dad's like trying to, you know, work through it and and but I think it's because he was really creative. Mm-hmm. And growing up, growing up, she would practice the piano every morning at like 5 a.m. or even earlier than that because then she would go to drill practice before school. So she'd get up super early and practice the piano when it was still dark outside. And like in my grandma's house where she would practice, there was like the piano and then there was like a bunch of mirrors behind the piano. Mm -hmm. And my mom would come upstairs and she said like four or five times she'd come upstairs and like on the piano bed. There was a dozen long stem roses, like kind of cantaloupe, and she said it like gave her a heart attack half the time because in the eighties, like they just had to get really ready to like look normal. You know, they had like their huge hair, oh yeah, their crazy makeup, and she was always like a little bit scared because she's like, oh no, like <laughs> he's <laughs> here. But yeah, like so she said, you know, have those roses, and she'd be practicing. And she said, as it would get lighter outside, she um, she saw my dad out on the lawn chair, just like sitting there reading a book or like doing something. And then he'd like come knock on the door and ask if he could take her to breakfast. And he'd do that like he did that a couple times like while they were dating. Like I love it. Took her to breakfast. Um, oh, this is a really really sweet tender story. So. Um, my, my parents, they dated, I think it was like two years. I think they started dating end of their junior, senior year, and then a year before my dad um, had the attention. Mm-hmm. So um, my dad got this blessing. Like in our church, we get these different types of children blessings, right? Right. And the kid said that he would marry his best friend. Anyways, so he um, he always just felt like it was right on. Like mm-hmm. they were best everything together and anyways um and then my my mom's family like really really cared about my dad and did a lot for him and he goes on this mission and like my dad's like scared because he wants my mom to be there like oh yeah back and like he wants to get married and my mom didn't really think like she's so funny she's like i didn't really think that you married your best friend like even though they dated and they like loved each other like she was like you were just like I don't know. She's like, I just thought that you went to college and, like, you found some love. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he left. He's like, that's the innocence part I have, you know? Anyway, so he left, and, like, right before he got on the plane, like, back then, your girlfriend could come to the airport, like, give you a hug and whatever else, and then you'd be on the plane, right? Yeah. No, the MTC. Anyway, so gave her that. Um, he gave, She gave him a watch, and on the back of the watch, she had written... And so my dad, like, on the airplane, just said it was, like, the sweetest experience for him. He was, like, that's it. Like, she's my best friend. Like, she's the person that I'm going to... Oh, yeah. That I'm going to marry. Yeah. And then my mom almost, like, got engaged while my dad was gone. And my dad's mom found out about it, called my dad while he was on his mission somehow. (laughs) And he freaking called my mom from Korea. And it's like, like, don't do it. Like, no. <laughs> oh, anyways, really That's sweet, funny. I love it. It ended up not working out, and but my mom wrote him off. But then when he came home, 
ended up together. They were meant to be together. Yeah, they're. It's fun to watch their marriage and kind of just see how sweet they are to each other. Yeah, they've got a lot of cool stuff. They're cute. I love them. Yeah. They're so fun. Right. He does some sweet stuff. Oh, yeah. That's so great. Let's jump into these stories. Oh, no, we're getting in. We'll be quick. Wait, am I re- I'm, I've got the first one, huh? Oh, this is a good one. I kind of already started it. Am I good to go? Okay. In high school, I was always looking for lucky pennies on the ground. Before a big basketball game, the guy I liked had filled my car with pennies all heads up. They were everywhere, on the dash, the seats, the floor, hundreds of pennies with a note that basically said, good luck. Such a simple and really inexpensive gesture, but I thought it was the sweetest thing ever. That is good. Oh, nice. That's way cool. That's that's really cool, actually. Ooh, 
Ooh. That is a cute one. Quality time. Yep. All right. Okay, next one. It all happened after work one day, and my mom asked me if I wanted to go to a movie with her, and so we went. We walked in during the previews, so it was dark. After a few minutes, a movie started playing on the screen of me and my boyfriend. It had pictures of us and videos of us. I was so confused. I was like, what the heck are we on, or why the heck are we on the screen? Then I started to catch on once the video ended and all the lights came on and the theater was filled with my friends and family and my boyfriend walked down from from the top to me with roses and a ring to propose. I love that it was something different and unique. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's a good one. That is a really good one. I love proposal stories. That'd be kind of a fun topic too to do is just proposal stories. Uh, Yeah. That's a very unique proposal. That's cool. Yeah, he mostly just works with like the people that own their theater. Mhm. Mm you know, this is also more spiritual. He tells them what's more in control over what you're saying Ah, uh, nope, it's not. Dang it. In high school, like, we, we could do another episode on this, but it's called Someone Asked Me to Dance. Where mm. we lived in December, and weirdly enough, like, we didn't have snow somewhere in our exit, and it was the, like, winter dance. Mm-hmm. Anyways, my date, he, um, it's funny, because we had no snow. And then one day I opened, like, he knocked on the door to ask me to dance, and that That's funny. A bunch of snow. That's good. That's cute. That is really cute. Oh yeah. It's fun. It's cute. It adds to your life, and you just. You feel important and special receiving it, but then also you it's feel awesome doing it, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cute. That's great. I think we're going to move on to ghost plus stories now. Sound good? I'm ready. This is going to be awesome. Okay. All right. My first tip. My, my first tip, I was 15, and my parents told me they were paying me $500 if I wanted to stick to me physically. But I was in love, so I couldn't wait. This boy took me to a lookout spot and his buddies his buddies lay in the car talk about her going LOL got out and walked to the lookout with me and then kissed me as he and as he pulled away he said I've got a sweet tooth and you're my butter <laughs> <laughs> what a line 
face, I just kissed him again, and giving him a shout out. <laughs> then he got back in the car with his buddy like nothing ever happened. Oh, oh my gosh. That's quite the line. Uh-huh. That made that no, kiss amazing. Hey, bro, like, we're going to go hang out. Uh, I feel like everyone has a story like that, though, where, like, you have a friend there that, like, you kind of wish wasn't there. Yes. Or, like, have you ever been the friend that you're, like, they're willing? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And as a as the friend, you're like, why am I here? Yeah. You're like, you don't want to be there. No. That's so funny. That's good. All right, here we go. My first kiss was when I was 16 with this boy I was obsessed with. He was a year older than me, and we had been friends for a while. I asked him to a last chance, last chance dance, and then he, and then told everyone, my friends and his friends, that they were going to, that we were going to kiss at the end of the date, that I would finally have my first kiss. The dance was perfect. We danced to "Hero" by Enrique Iglesias, and I was on cloud nine. He dropped me off at my house, walked me to the door, where he hugged me and said he had a great time. He turned around and started to walk away. I started to panic because I seriously had told so many people that I was for sure going to be kissed by this kid. So I gathered up, or so I gathered all my courage and said, "Wait, aren't you going to kiss me?" He stopped dead in his tracks and was like, "No." I literally begged him to kiss me, <laughs> like I told him that I had told people and that he it would be embarrassing if we didn't kiss. I debated with him for like a good five minutes before he finally gave in and gave me the wimpiest kiss. And then he literally pat, he patted me on the head. <laughs> I said, and said, don't let this change, don't let this change anything, bud. I was mortified, but also happy I got my first kiss. We dated like a year after that, so I guess all of my begging was worth it in the end. Isn't that so That's fire. That's so good. Dying at this story. I uh, there's nothing worse than like the leading up to where you think you're gonna like Oh, totally. I'd way rather it happen like at a time that you don't really know what's gonna happen, you know? Oh my gosh. Um, but like just like and I think it's hilarious. Like I don't think it was weird and especially just because I'm sure she was like cute about it and whatever, like are you gonna kiss me? Are you gonna kiss me? I, I like turned around. No. Would you like it if a guy, if a girl had said that to you in high school? Like, are you gonna kiss me? If you, I, I, it'd be cute. Yeah, I think it'd be cute. Okay. It's just like a cute. It'd be like, oh yeah, yeah I'm good. It kind of depends, but I think it's funny that she dated like debated for a while. Like, oh yeah. Most guys, I think they would be like. Yeah, I, I feel like most guys would be like. All right. Yeah, I'm down. So he must have wanted to or something. I don't know, but. I, I don't know. That's <laughs> weird. No, you're not. And he was like, 
mad. Like, he was mad at me. And he, like, started kind of listing some people that he knew I had kissed. And I was like, you kissed this person and this person. Like, oh, my gosh. I know, like, I, like, I've done this for you and I've done this for you. Like, why? And you like, owe me a kiss. I am definitely not going to kiss you. Like, and you're showing your true colors. Wow. Did you end up kissing? No. No. We never no. Kissed. Huh. Thank God I didn't. Dang. But yeah, that was uh, a. That's just an awkward moment, and it's forever awkward when you see the person. Yeah. After that. It is. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Um. Okay. Here's this next story. It's this one's actually not a word to share. It's actually it's a true story. It's really good. So. Um. Okay. I have to share. This isn't a word to story, but. I met my husband at UVU through True Wolverine Night. So True Wolverine is just kind of like True Abby. Um, it's this night where there's like this waterfall and um, you go. Oh, and the cool thing is like when you go to this night, like everyone is there at UVU and they have red, yellow, or green stickers. And if you put a green sticker on, that means like you're down to like kiss someone. Mm-hmm. Right? Anyone. If you have a yellow sticker on, that means you're like kind of thinking about it, but you're not sure. And if you have a red At least know on, my name before you kiss yeah. me type thing. Yeah, and if, if you have a red sticker on, you're like, no, you know, I'm not yep. kissing anyone. Anyways, so, um, anyways, so that's what she's talking about when she says they met through True Wolverine Night. And you get like this picture taken, and there's like tons of group of people that watch people kiss all night, and you don't know if the people kissing know each other or not. Or oh, it's such a funny event. Yeah. Vanessa and I are true Wolverines. Yeah, we are. Together. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so he he asked, I met my husband at true Wolverine night. He asked me to kiss him. I saw him across the crowd and remember thinking he was very handsome. Later that night, I ended up watch, talking to some of his friends without knowing they were his friends. He came up behind me and asked if I wanted to go up to the podium for me and him. I recognized him from earlier in the night and, of course, said yes. We kissed, and it was the best night of my night, my life, and I have kissed a lot of boys, haha. <laughs> okay. Then I, then I found out the next day that we actually had a class together. It was in a huge auditorium, so we hadn't noticed each other before. We haven't been, we, ha- we have been together ever since. Isn't that cute? That is cute. That probably could have been part of the most romantic, like he should have made it the best kiss. That's a roast, that's a best kiss most romantic story so we're good all right right. i met this guy on mutual he was super nice and seemed cute and normal enough so we went out on a couple of dates after a few dates i wasn't super feeling it but decided to give it one more try for the sake of trying not to be single anymore it's a good reason to go on a date i guess um we went stargazing which seemed romantic enough but it was super forced romance he also brought his guitar and uke and forced me to play and sing for him. This was this was so uncomfy considering I hadn't touched an instrument in years and I'm not even a singer. Anyways, you know stargazing in your mid-twenties is truly code for macking in the desert. So we started making out. This was pretty good and everything seemed normal, but then he burped in my mouth. <laughs> I tried to convince myself that he did not burp. That it was not possible until I tasted it. The guy and this guy said nothing. Not a laugh, not an apology, nothing. 
The worst part about this is the fact that I panicked and didn't know what to do or say, so I just kept kissing him. He wouldn't put his hands on me either. Like like he wouldn't touch my arms when he's kissing me. I didn't want it I didn't want him to be inappropriate necessarily, but like at least touch my back or something. I guess I should be thankful that he wasn't he was being respectful, but after he burped in my mouth I wanted him to be a little inappropriate at least. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Needless to say, I never saw him again. I wish him the best, but I cried and literally felt sick to my stomach about it for a week. Now it makes me laugh, but I still could not believe that it happened to me. Ew. Ew, ew. Oh yeah, what, well, dude? You just burped in my mouth, bro. Like, that's gross. It tastes disgusting. I need a break. Take me home. It's just, and I think as a guy too, you acknowledge it or say sorry or something. He's just like, oh, maybe she didn't notice. I wonder how many people, how many guys have done that or girls. I don't know. I don't think it's ever happened to me. No. Not that I can remember. That's, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not one of those. I feel like my dad's a burger. <laughs> Your brother is. Who? <laughs> Reggie. I wouldn't be surprised if that's happened to him. And we're probably going to get some backlash for this if you listen to the podcast. But he's probably got some stories. Yeah, that's, <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, no. If you, if there is like that kind of, I think you can work through some people if they're not like maybe your favorite support. Oh, yeah. I think you can um, kind of kiss each other almost to where you get to a place where you like it. Where you like kissing each other, yeah. Yeah, but, but that, you just, you just ruined it. This is, yeah. You can't just like that's like zero to a hundred real quick. Yeah. That was my worst kiss ever. Yeah, kinda. Stop. You're describing my worst kiss ever. <laughs> and it's just rough to go back and think about. What? Was it just the kiss that was bad? 
Yeah. I was this girl I knew for a while. We were just hanging out one night and we went on a date and started kissing for a second and then all of a sudden next thing I know I'm like, What the crap is going on? And I don't know I don't know how much detail you want me to go into. But she just just put her no, she just put her tongue in my mouth and started going in circles for like what felt like a minute. And I'm just sitting here like That's the bottle cleaner. <laughs> like what the heck is going on? She was windshield wiped. Is that a real thing? No, I didn't that. That's way good, though. That's freaking funny. Yeah. I didn't look at that person the same after that. Which I felt bad because I'm like, I kind of ghosted her. But I feel like if their kiss is really bad, I think you give them one more try. Don't you think? Give them one more try. Yeah. But I don't know. That's rough. Here's the funny thing, though, is like people have different preferences with kisses and stuff, right? And sometimes people just don't get it and don't understand. I don't like kissing people that don't know. Yeah. I was one of them until you taught me your ways, right? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But that's funny, guys. Worst kiss stories. They they make you realize that you're kind of fortunate. I've never had anyone burp in my mouth. We should. Yeah, we could do something cool. Yeah. Like that. Something sick. Yeah. I'm down. I'm down. See ya.